Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. Well, it's happening again. I've been getting reports today about these weird booms that are being heard all around the uh, United States and all around the world, for that matter. Various different countries are hearing these bizarre sounds that just sound like a big boom explosion happening in the air. And it's not just a matter of hearing these things, but also in many cases at many of these places, people are also seeing more UFOs. Uh, Sometimes they are just balls of light that are dipping around the night sky. And I actually have some personal experience investigating this kind of thing because Back in 2012, when I was a cast member on the Travel Channel TV series called Paranormal Paparazzi, um, there had been a series of those things even right here in uh, western North Carolina. And so I did a segment that made it to air where I went out and I talked to people who had heard these noises. And I talked to authorities in the area, firemen and people like that, who were very well aware of the stories. And after having gone there myself, in this case, and having you know kept up to some degree with all of these kinds of reports for so many years, I think maybe it breaks down into one of two categories, one of two possibilities. Um, Now, obviously, you have a lot of people who get out there right off the bat and they say, oh, well, let's investigate if there was a sonic boom that was being created by some aircraft. And always the local Air Force base or whatever says, nope, no, no. As a matter of fact, I even went to the airport when I was doing my... um, segment for paranormal paparazzi and I talked to pilots there and everything. So here are what I'm thinking uh, right now. This should be uh, the two possible categories. Uh, Number one is, well, maybe these actually are sonic booms, but these are sonic booms that are created by Top secret aircraft, not the kind of thing the public would be alerted to, because as we know right now, um, there are plenty of planes out there that can create sonic booms, and and it's not so easy to go out and do a test drive (laughs) if you're a pilot of one of these things um, without pushing the gas pedal a little too hard, we'll say. And uh, in creating a sonic boom. Now, I think we all know that, uh, well, there's a good chance that the United States is gearing up for some type of a possible conflict with North Korea. And this would be a prime time to have test drives of some of the most elite supersonic 
uh, weapons aircraft. And so it would kind of make sense if you think that we're about to go into war that uh, people would be experiencing the occasional sonic boom. Now, where do these balls of light and other weird things come into play? Well, and it should also not be a surprise to you that the U.S. military has for perhaps decades been back engineering technology that has come from possible alien crashes and other alien sources. And so what we're really dealing with here might be um, us just playing around with this type of technology and uh, a a lot of these booms are happening around Area 51 and, uh, you know, places that you could get to very, very quickly if you're traveling at the speed of sound. Um, You know, like, for example, uh, a CBS affiliate in in Denver had a, a report that I watched earlier about sonic booms being heard all around Denver. Well, that's not very far from Area 51 and the research that's being done in Nevada there. If you're traveling in a supersonically oriented aircraft, but if we're back engineering things, then maybe sometimes some of our current technology also looks like alien technology. So you might see uh, what appears to the naked eye to be balls of light that are sort of zipping around in conjunction with this. So, so that's one possibility, not to mention the fact that aside from us back engineering alien technology, uh, there are many people like John Lear, for example, who I interviewed years ago on Speaking of Strange, who say that uh, we're working with the aliens and that they are actually colleagues and that we don't go into any major conflict without their cooperation. So you have to also think about that, that maybe uh, our technology is uh, being tested in, in conjunction with their collaboration and that that is why we have these sort of booms alongside of an enhanced amount of UFO type activity. That's one possibility. Another possibility, category number two here, is that if indeed our planet is being watched, surveilled by beings from another planet or another dimension, which, you know, to a certain degree, you can't really know where to draw the line because, uh, by the way, if you can travel here from another planet, another galaxy, another solar system, well, then you're probably manipulating matter and energy in dimensions as well. But it may be that those beings are keeping an eye on what we, the apes, are up to, and that when we, the apes, get ready to go to war and to start unleashing uh, amazing amounts of power, which are potentially 
super destructive, well, then they get involved as well. I mean, a lot of people do not realize that when the Enola Gay left to drop the first atomic bomb ever used in warfare on Hiroshima, that plane left from Roswell, New Mexico. And the people working at Roswell were the absolute best, most informed aviators in the world. And those people had the top secret clearance, I mean, the top of the line, the best you can get. And so uh, it's kind of funny, isn't it, that we began what we now acknowledge as the atomic age by sending a destructive instrument out of Roswell, New Mexico in 1945, and then um, around two years later, actually less than two years later, uh, the, the whole Roswell incident happened there in 1947. And it could be that once, you know, the, the, the apes on your planet become uh, experienced and informed enough and advanced enough to start setting off nuclear weapons, it does send some kind of a beacon out there to the rest of the cosmos. And then everybody goes, oh, crap, uh, we have to go and see what these folks are up to. How far is this going to go? Are they going to destroy this beautiful place they have. And so we have to also think that if indeed that certain alien civilizations took a greater interest in us after the detonation of the first atomic bomb, they've been keeping up with us ever since. And so now, whether or not the powers that be are still conferring with those powers in the cosmos. They're they're keeping enough surveillance on us so that they know when we are about to go into what could potentially escalate very, very quickly into a nuclear war. And as you know, I'm not a fear monger. I'm not going to say, you know, we're about to go into World War III or anything like that. But there is a good chance that nuclear power will be involved. And so it could be, in this category number two, that here we are gearing up to possibly go into a nuclear war, and uh, these beings... They are back again, you know, and, and more f full force than ever. And they're keeping an eye on what we're doing, and, and they're zipping around. And maybe some of their um, technology also creates sonic booms. Um, and that's why you have people seeing these kind of balls of light and UFOs at the same time that those sonic booms are occurring. I guess category three could be a combination of those two, of category one and two, where, you know, we are, we're playing around with our toys. They see that we're playing around with our toys. And so 
we're out there zipping around in the night sky and they're down here zipping around in the night sky and uh, it becomes a confusing issue for everybody. But it is funny when you take a pair of third generation night vision goggles and you look up at the sky at night under the right conditions. Uh, for example, like the paratemporal night vision goggles. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go to paratemporal.com and you'll see some video and some images, paratemporal.com. When you look up at the sky under the right circumstances, you will see all kinds of weird lights uh, that don't appear to be satellites, that don't appear to be space junk, that are um, not just you know shooting around at weird angles and at very high rates of speed, but sometimes you literally get to see what looks like one of them possibly shoot something at the other, like there's some kind of a battle going on up there. I've seen that with my own eyes. Uh, outside of Laughlin, Nevada, one time I was out there with a group of people with third generation night vision goggles, and I saw something like that, and a big blue flame trailed behind one of these things that came sort of uh, rocketing or falling down. So, the bottom line here is that I don't really know what's happening, and uh, you know I'm not I'm not privy to the nuclear secrets. I'm not privy to the technology that we have versus what the aliens have. And I think you've probably detected this already. I always kind of hate using the word aliens because I don't know. Maybe they're not aliens. Maybe they are living right here amongst us and, and maybe we're the aliens. Um, that's a whole other podcast. But anyway, these are some things to consider. Uh, if you didn't know about this, well, now you do. Now you know that people around the world, they're hearing these booms. They're hearing these um, inexplicable sounds. They're seeing balls of light. They're seeing these ships, if you want to call them that, of light that are shooting around. And nobody knows what's going on. And yet we all know, just from the mainstream media, that it does look pretty good uh, in terms of the chances that we in the U.S. are gearing up towards some type of conflict with North Korea that has this nuclear capability. So I'll just sort of keep you informed on what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing and what might be going on here, um, nobody knows for sure, uh, especially if uh, you're in my position where you are a, uh, a civilian who is independent, who's not controlled by any particular power. But it's ironic, isn't it, that all this is happening right here at Thanksgiving time. And I know that there are people who are listening right now to this podcast all over the world. And it's probably not going to be Thanksgiving for you tomorrow in some cases. But in this country, we do celebrate Thanksgiving tomorrow. And 
Now, you know, here, I, actually, I looked at the clock. I'm on the East Coast now, so I guess it's today. I was saying tomorrow, but yeah, it's already after midnight. So, all right, fine. It's today. And Thanksgiving is a time when we should be putting aside best we can our conflicts and our problems and focusing on the good things that we have in life. And what's funny about that is this is really what we should be doing every single day. That is a big part of my book, Use the Force, A Jedi's Guide to the Law of Attraction, about the idea that whatever you project out there is um, creating a corresponding transmission that reflects back to you. It's called sympathetic resonance. And if you are grateful for the good things that you have in your life, you're sending out a signal of gratitude, and that uh, should create more things that come back to you to be grateful for. That's kind of how it's supposed to work. But anyway, um, on this day, we are supposed to think about what we really are happy about and humble ourselves and think intensely about the sacrifices that people have made in the past so that we could have this moment where you could be listening to this podcast and I could be recording this podcast. And it's all free. Now, I have a long list of things to be thankful for. But I'm going to tell you right now, and I mean this with every sentiment, every feeling that I have, what I'm thankful for, in part, and I have many things to be thankful for, but what I'm thankful for, I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful that you are listening to this, that you're thinking about this, because I could not exist in a world in which nobody gave a damn, right? So the very fact that you're listening to me, it doesn't matter if you agree with me all the time. Sometimes I get emails from people who say, oh, I don't like, you know, how you said this or why you said that. That's okay. But regardless of what you think, I'm grateful that you're listening and that you're thinking because that is what really, I believe, being a human is all about. Being part of a a community effort, a collective effort, working together, trying to explore this great mystery because none of us knows the answer to what all of this stuff is that we experience every day. But it's nice, isn't it, to know that you're not alone? And it's kind of funny because everybody talks about that question, are we alone? Are we alone in the universe? Is there a God? Are there aliens? Well, you can make up your own mind about those questions. But I know one thing, you're not alone because I'm here and I'm with you. And I'm not alone, 
because you're there. And I'm thankful that you're there. And I'm thankful that you're listening. And here's what I'm going to be doing for Thanksgiving. I am going to my mom and dad's house. They've been high school sweethearts. Well, they are high school sweethearts. Uh, They've been together forever. And we're going to have a big traditional Thanksgiving dinner. And I am so thankful that I get to do that with my family, that I'll be there with Lauren and my mom and my dad and my sister, and that we are all in relatively good health, and we all get to come together, and we all get to pause. And that's what this is about, hitting the pause button on all the madness that's being slung at you every day by the media. Hit the pause button, humble yourself, and be thankful for the good things in your life. So I want you to know that while I'm having my Thanksgiving turkey and dressing and all that stuff, I'm going to be thinking about you as well, because you are also part of my family. So I hope that you do something special today, and I hope that you also are grateful for the people who mean something to you, because we're passing through this experience called reality in a fleeting manner. It doesn't last forever for any of us. It's ever-changing. So be grateful for what you have right now in your life that makes you feel good, and let the people that you love know that you love them. So that said, happy Thanksgiving to you. Thank you for being interested in what I'm doing. Thank you for staying curious. And I'm probably not going to do another one of these tomorrow because I think, or today, uh, I think I'm just going to eat so much turkey and dressing that I'm just going to go to sleep. So even if you don't get a podcast uh, on Thanksgiving, even though this kind of sort of is a podcast on Thanksgiving, I'll be back with you again as quickly as possible afterward. So, happy Thanksgiving. Talk to you again soon.